I'm going to be doing something different this year. I enjoyed starting this podcast and enjoyed the episodes I recorded and meant them when I recorded them, but I found myself becoming overwhelmed um, by the project I had created for myself, overwhelmed by the idea of um, having social media for the podcast, overwhelmed by the pressure I was trying to not put on myself to gain listeners and overwhelmed by the idea of constantly trying to come up with something to say. So I took some time to reflect and I've decided that this year I'm going to start something new with this podcast. I'm going to be um, not no longer posting on social media. I'll leave the Facebook and the Instagram page up because who knows, maybe I'll want to come back to it at some point, but I won't be making any effort to post to it regularly. I will also be removing my introduction, which you may have already noticed, and will not be asking for feedback. Um, I will post information on how to contact me in the show notes with each episode, but I won't be asking for anyone to reach out to me. Instead, what I'm going to focus on is exploring an idea that I have had for a couple of years now. And this is an idea that just won't leave me alone. And I'm very excited about it. It feels right. So I'll give you a little bit of background before I tell you um, what this is going to look like. When I was a young girl, um, in my early teens, I remember my mother having a little, uh, stained glass window was more, it was all like plate sized, a little stained glass plate, I suppose that she hung in the window and, um, in the house we were in, she hung it in the bathroom window. And every time I would be in the bathroom, I would just be mesmerized by this little window. And this window had all the fruits of the spirit listed out on it. And I would repeat the words to myself. And eventually they became deeply ingrained in my consciousness. Now growing up in the church, I had gained the impression that the fruits of the spirit were something that happened to you when the Holy Spirit was present in your life. The Holy Spirit was the one that imparted these attributes to those who were worthy and spiritual individuals that knew how to successfully develop a strong relationship with God. And I somehow got the idea that if you weren't experiencing these fruits of the Spirit, then clearly it meant that it was your relationship with God that was the issue. And since God was perfect, and then if there were any issues, it was due to some failing or flaw or lack of understanding, or even insufficient piety on the individual's part. It was never God's fault. And I struggled for years feeling like these fruits of the Spirit were out of my reach, something that I just never could experience. And I've struggled for most of my life with feeling like even a relationship with God and experiencing the Holy Spirit were things that were just out of my reach. 
I've since become certain that though God loves us and gives to us freely, he will not spoon feed us. It is my firm belief that we have all chosen to be born into this life for the express purpose of, how, of learning how to become more like our divine source. This earth, this existence we have is where the rubber meets the road. Because how can we truly know or understand something like love, joy, peace, or patience if there were never any opposition to it? How can we really embody it and experience it if there was never anything to provide um, resistance? So I'm not sure where I first got the idea that I'm going to be um, sharing with you or what sparked it. It kind of feels like it's been growing in my consciousness and in my awareness for a few years now. Um, In about 2016, I experienced a breakup with the first boyfriend I'd had since my divorce and the loss of what I thought was my dream job and the beginning of my career. And for some reason, I got the idea to meditate at that time for about 10 minutes, twice a day, on experiencing the emotion of love and expressing gratitude as a response to that emotion. And I was meditating on love completely free and independent on anything else in my life. I was simply remembering what love felt like and experiencing it in my body for those 10 minutes. Now in the six months of joblessness that followed where I had to move with my daughter back into my parents' home, I remember experiencing a joy and a peace that didn't seem to match what I was experiencing externally. I remember thinking at the time that I must just be in a masterful state of denial over my situation because it didn't make sense that I should feel so happy. And perhaps there was an element of denial, but it wasn't until a couple years later um, when I dug into the work of the HeartMath Institute that I found that my little meditation that I had created for myself was in fact deeply rooted in hard science. So at some point in this period, in these years since, the idea came to me that love is the root of all that is good. Um, This is partially rooted in the verse um, that says that God is love. And that verse um, in the Bible is from 1 John 4, 16. And so having experienced how joy and peace flowed from this practice of unconditional love that I was giving to myself, I began to think that all the other fruits listed in Galatians must also be things that I could begin to experience more fully from the development of unconditional love. So I had my theory, and as I thought about it, It wasn't long before I felt that it should be and would be something that I would eventually come to explore more more fully. And the basic idea um, is this. Rather than being something that happens to us when we receive the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit 
are all attributes we have access to as spiritual beings. They must be chosen and practiced to be experienced, and they are always available to all, regardless of your religious beliefs or background. It is not a passive process, but instead requires our participation and our will. Each fruit is a principle that naturally flows from the one before it. And as you practice and gain mastery over each principle, the next one becomes the fruit of the one before it. I'll give you an example. The first fruit in Galatians that's listed is love. When a person is experiencing love and, you know, romantic love is an easy example, they naturally experience joy as a result. They're happy. And people who are happy are naturally going to be at peace with themselves and with the world. They're not going to be bothered by the same things that other people are bothered by. And people who are just not bothered by things who are peaceful, are naturally going to be patient. And it can just go on from there. So as I've thought about this, I feel like that there are also two additional related and supporting principles. And it's kind of interesting to me that um, these principles were never included in the fruits, in the original list of the fruits of the Spirit. When I had my daughter memorize the passage, she will always um, include these and argue with me about how <laughs> they they are fruits of the Spirit. And I have to remind her, no, they're not in the list that's in the Bible. And these principles are gratitude and forgiveness. Now, if we go with the analogy of the tree that has been set up for us, then gratitude is the principle that waters the tree that produces the fruit. And forgiveness is what prunes the tree or prunes our lives of the things that draw our attention and energy away from the development of these fruits. And there's been plenty written on the biblical usage of the words in Galatians 22 and Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And as I work on developing this idea more fully um, in the coming months, I may touch on the biblical usage briefly. But the sense that I have is that one of the beautiful and powerful things about language is that it gives us room to explore. Exploration and questioning, wondering, as my priest put it, engages the soul in a way that intellectual analysis alone cannot. The greater context of the passage in Galatians also makes a distinction between the things that come from our soul nature and the things that come from our fleshly nature or the mammal that we call a human being. Our flesh is an animal like any other creature on this planet, driven by hormones, self-preservation, and deeply wired programming in the brain. The flesh can only exist at a fleshly level. But as beings who are also spirit, we have the unique ability to subdue the creation that is our own flesh and experience something transcendent that is also perfectly natural and normal as spirits. 
It is often easier to allow the flesh to drive our experiences in this world because it seems so real, more real than the spiritual realms. And the vices of the flesh are often called low-hanging fruit, a phrase that means a thing or a person that can be won, obtained, or persuaded with little effort. In the coming months, I am going to explore the idea that these fruits of the Spirit are freely available to us anytime. We don't have to wait for them to show up because we've said the right prayer or lived a sufficiently spiritual life, whatever that means to you. Instead, I'm going to explore what it means to put these fruits into practice as literal food for our souls, the fruit of the spiritual realm, and that all we have to do is reach out, take it, and enjoy. This fruit that gives life to our souls is also low-hanging fruit, and we've just never looked up to notice it. What I would like to do is take one of these principles each month and explore it. And I would like to create a, a guided meditation or an affirmation to go along with each of these principles. And I'm going to do one a month. And I'm not going to set any um, expectations on myself about when the episodes are going to be released, how long they are going to be, or how many there are going to be. I'm simply going to work through exploring each of these principles um, one at a time, starting with love. And um, it's uh, rather serendipitous that February is the next month of the year. And it's going to be an interesting experience because I've never thought or explored too much beyond the first five Um, but I feel pretty certain that my idea is going to hold up. So this is going to be a project that I'm doing largely for myself because this idea is just, it won't leave me alone. It's always in the back of my brain telling me I need to develop it. And so this is going to be one way that I start doing this, start building out this idea. And... And it's something I feel I need to share. So I'm going to share it on this platform um, that is this podcast. And I'm going to let it go and see what comes of it. Um, And I am grateful for anyone who um, listens and walks through this journey with me.